Well, here we are. It is time, Simba. If you understand that reference, you might be about the age where we should be working together. It's possible. But it is now one of three times a year that I'm accepting clients for my freedom framework, overcoming food sensitivities and increasing energy without unnecessary restriction. My goal for my one-on-one clients is to take them through frameworks and explore tools for achieving 50, 80, 90% of their goals in just a few months and show them how to continue to heal on their own so they don't need me anymore. Honestly, I think we're doing great one-on-one work here, helping women that would otherwise be falling through the cracks, thinking that they're just aging, that they're just moms, that they just, and it may be true that they just have stress when really those stress hormones and their other core systems just really need some serious support and some serious love to serve them for years to come without symptoms. So if you'd like to clear inflammation, eczema, food sensitivities, or improve energy and brain clarity, I'd love to chat with you. You can book a call with me at kristabigler.com forward slash FSS, kristabigler.com forward slash FSS, and that link will be in the show notes. I got a message the other day that said, what do you think of caffeine? I always love sarcasm questions without any context, because for me, when you ask me a simple question like that, it's not a very simple answer. All right. So let's talk caffeine. Caffeine has always been the most widely used drug technically. Now there is some research on sports performance and recovery. And there's also some research on the neuroprotective effects of caffeine with neurodegenerative diseases like Parkinson's. Now, I think that men had more of a protective effect from caffeine than women. And you can look that up. There's an article, PMID 283173317. That'll take you to that article. But I always say caffeine is not just caffeine. Usually when we're talking about caffeine, we're thinking about, let's talk about the delivery form. Is it soft drinks, energy drinks, coffee, tea? I would say the majority of the population well, it feels like it. We're talking about coffee. So that's a little different because it turns out that caffeine and coffee might really be pretty separate conversations versus caffeine alone. Now, the first question I would say, can you clear caffeine? There's a couple different genes. There's a slow and a fast caffeine. Well, there's one gene. And if you process it slowly or quickly, I always thought I process it slowly. I always thought caffeine did a lot to me, but it's really the other stuff. (laughs) That was the situation. There's another gene, COMT, and that one's really important for estrogen elimination. So if you have a lot of moodiness around ovulation or your period or just those excess estrogen symptoms like heavy bleeding or pain or whatnot, sometimes COMT can get blocked by uh, caffeine and stress. So I think caffeine can be important there when we're kind of relying on it versus hydration. Coffee is a diuretic, so it is helping us eliminate things that does not count towards our hydration needs, and it can raise our cortisol. So if our cortisol is raised, that can feel like anxiousness. And I'm going to come back to that in a little bit, but when our cortisol is increased, our magnesium is dumped. And I have had multiple clients that have stopped drinking their coffee, even though like there's this one guy who had a meditation practice and you stopped drinking coffee first time you stopped and it stopped the anxiety. Now I have some feelings about that because I would normally say like it's the caffeine, but it's not necessarily the caffeine. And I've really had this experiment with my clients and myself. There's something about quality of coffee. And so one real quick, are you dependent on it? If you're dependent on caffeine, like if you cannot function in the morning, your adrenals are probably not in a great place. And it's going to take a long time to fix them. So I'm just going to let you know that right now, but you can't function like you cannot necessarily live like that, I guess. At least I don't think so. But 
Maybe you're defying the odds. That's fine too, if that's what you think right now. So first, are you dependent on it? That's the first question. And second, what happens if you go without it for a little bit? Some people have a headache. I'll never forget the woman who she was a little sensitive to caffeine. So we had a conversation about whether she should stop coffee. And she's like, yeah, sure, I'll stop coffee. And I didn't know she was drinking a pot and a half a day. So she had a headache for like a month. Anyway, I like the stories because they help us connect things. So it's good to experiment. Are you dependent on it? Can you experiment without it? And then let's talk about um, anxiousness and whatnot via coffee. I can tell you about the quality of coffee by seeing how I feel after I drink it. Now, generally, the label is useful, but it's almost like a supplement. Like you have to know the company. Someone asked me this the other day, like, how do you pick coffee? Well, I mean, I have a couple brands that I know are really good quality, but if it says organic, shade grown, something like that, usually it's decent. But if I don't feel good after drinking coffee, I know that there's issues with it. And I've come to think maybe it's not really the caffeine because it seems like it's the quality of the coffee. And episode 124 talks a lot about this, talks all about mycotoxins in coffee. And I think one of the stories that the guest shared is that he was touring a coffee plantation and they dry out coffee beans under a tree, right? Shade under the tree. And he was watering the coffee beans down. And he asked the man why he was doing that. And he said, well, we get paid by weight. So we're wetting it down to increase the weight. And then it's put in a barrel and shipped. So what do you think is going to happen? It's going to be moldy. So what I am a little concerned about so something, some training I was just doing the other day was talking about mycotoxins or molds and anxiety because when we're exposed to molds and anxiety, we breathe a little bit shallower, like we're in an environment. But also mycotoxins or molds are a neurotoxin. And when I think about anxiety, I think about neurotoxins and I think about my own behavior. Like even if a coffee says it's good, if it makes me all shaky and jittery and anxious, I've just been thinking more and more about that lately. So I was asked, what do I think about caffeine? And these are my very quick thoughts about caffeine. Like anything, there's pros and cons, but it's really the delivery method. And so I'm really focusing here on coffee. And then what is it affecting or how does it make other things get hung up that maybe you would want? So I think the bottom line is, are you dependent on caffeine? If you are, let's look at that. Maybe you need to take my resilience reset. It's a four-week workshop to correct cortisol imbalances and give you the support so you can function off of caffeine really well and sustain energy really well. So if you can't function off coffee, that's not super cool. And how do you feel off of it? Like it's great for us to take experiments off of it. And that's kind of how I like to address it in practice. Like, yeah, it tastes great. I love it. And it's good for us to take some time off of it because it can sometimes test our limits. So I hope that was helpful. Have an awesome day. Oh, and if you want to know how your adrenals are performing or your cortisol or your stress hormones are performing, go over to kristabigler.com forward slash burnout. We just revised the adrenal assessment, the burnout quiz, the adrenal assessment. So you can check the status of your adrenals and get some quick tips on what it says about what's going on in your body. You know, I've really spent some time reflecting on my own phases of burnout this year and past years, and I know I'm not the only one that has gone through or goes through these peaks and valleys. And while sometimes you need lows to appreciate the highs in life, some valleys are pretty difficult for both your mind and your body in a very literal physical way. This year, I'm feeling really pulled to help others work through burnout, nourish their adrenals, mind, body, and spirit, and have some incredible things in store to help you feel refreshed and renewed. I invite you to take my quiz, Are You Approaching Burnout?, to assess your stress resilience and find out more about how to help you overcome it. Go to kristabigler.com forward slash burnout to take that quiz, and it'll also be in the show notes.